everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in the wild beyond the Witchlight, part four, Into Hither. Today is January 16th, 2021, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made, made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the courtyard where we answer questions not only from each other but also from the community and if you want to ask us those questions the easiest way to ask them is to join us on our discord i did it the link is in the twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video down below but let's say that you already support us on twitch you already support us on patreon and youtube and all of those other wonderful spaces and you're trying to think to yourself where can i go to help support this fantastic show even more Guess what, buddy? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, we got throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and we also have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, with all of the proceeds of these Tia masks going to help support Doctors Without Borders. So if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show, you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. That is indoor adventure, no s at the end, dot redbubble.com. But that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, RJ, who are you playing today? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and today I'll be playing Vice, the tiefling rogue. All right, and Sarah. Uh, hey, everyone, I'm Sarah. I'll be playing Lowry Moon, the Hexblood Spordrid. And I am Media Flare. I'm going to be playing Pamford Amroski, the Gnome Artificer. And I'm Wings, uh, also known as Danae Keener, uh, and I'm going to be playing as Clout, the Tiefling Bard. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him, and tonight I shall be your dungeon master. So, last we left off, we had another two-week break. Lucky us. Uh, but thankfully we can be back we can play i love this game i love this crew so as part of the recap i just want to start off by saying i love you guys Aww. now oh love you where we last left off you guys had uh decided to uh attempt to become the monarch of the Witchlight festival one of you was crowned successfully yay lowry good times were had on the reverse side of that, one of you got fired from the Witchlight Carnival. Not as great, and their severance package wasn't exactly the best, except for a small piece of advice. A piece of advice that was given to you before the four of you were taken into a Hall of Mirrors. Now, rewind a little bit. When Lowry entered this Hall of Mirrors by herself earlier in the session, she saw what looked like a young girl with a pig mask leading a halfling in by the hand into a mirror that seemed to then de-age this halfling into that of a child. When she left, a halfling woman who had been in the process of being proposed to when she fell under the effect of a hideous laughter spell, uh, causing the halfling who was proposing to her to feel rightly bad and leave, she walked into this Hall of Mirrors. After a little bit of uh, 
base discussion uh, with Candlefoot the Mime. Lowry, you decided that you were going to go back and try and stop this halfling woman from continuing her search inside of the Hall of Mirrors, only to find that she too is missing. Of course, the only option that you had then, or at least thought, was to smash as many mirrors as you could, but first, you probably needed to discuss that with your companions. Now, it was at this point, as again, things had kind of worked out the way that they did, that you all were taken on a tour of this House of Mirrors after Lowry, you had been crowned the monarch of the Witchlight Festival. It was at that point that Mr. Witch and Mr. Light, because they could not officially direct you into the Fey, into this Fey portal, spoke words aloud, let a portal emerge, and then kind of meandered off, letting uh, letting the the cards fall on the table as they may. Now, it was at this point that Lowry, you entered, Pamferdam, you entered, Vice, you entered, and Clout, you were the last one to actually enter into this portal to the Feywild. When you were on your way, your previous bosses decided that now was the time to give you the severance package that you truly needed, which was two pieces of advice. One being to remember the rule of threes, and the other, of course, to find the alicorn and free the dormant queen at last. You're not sure what an alicorn is. Maybe it's an allegory or some sort of fish, but you'll figure it out eventually. Wings knows what an alicorn is. Excellent, because me as a player and a person, I don't really know. But the book will tell me when it's time. Night, nights in the courtyard. Nights in the courtyard. Write it down. All right, so... Now, the four of you, as you entered into this portal, you were surrounded by this delightful mist that seemed to just pull you in almost in a Stargate-like fashion. And then, again, you found yourself in this kind of, like, weird flux state. As you begin to travel, uh, or feel yourselves traveling, there is a sort of, like, pop! And Lowry... You are standing on a bridge, and this bridge is overlooking a incredible-looking landscape. It is lush greens uh, that is just kind of surrounded in this almost, like, canyon of fog, and you seem to be at the bottom of this otherwise soup bowl. And soup is actually a pretty good way to describe it, is looking down and around. This place kind of looks like a swamp. And I don't mean kind of. This place looks like a swamp. This is not the Feywild that you have been promised by other folk. This is kind of like mushy. Like it's like a soggy Feywild and you're not exactly here for it. Now, Pamperdam, <gasps> you are the second one who uh, entered into this Stargate-like portal. And then in a similar fashion, you just sort of like pop next to Lowry and Lowry looking at Pamperdam. It is like there is surface tension on nothing that seems to bend forward, kind of creating a weird reflection, like a, a trick of the light that then seems to stretch and pop. And then from that popping noise, Pamferdam is just, boop, he is there. Similar, the two of you see that same stretch. Vice pops, he is there. Clout, same thing. Or, uh, yeah, and then pops. And then Clout is there. And you all see from your vantage point the landscape of the area that you are currently in. And I'm sending you a map now. 
And as you are all on top of this bridge and you can continue looking forward, you can see that there is a massive break in the bridge that is in front of you. Uh, from where you are standing, it looks like this break is most likely like two miles away. But again, it is massive enough and a flat enough view that it's pretty visible. Now, as you are taking stock and kind of looking around, you stand at the edge of a raised and broken causeway under a hazy twilight sky. The causeway, which is built from pale stones that glow faintly from within, towers above the surrounding landscape, but large sections have crumbled away. The parts that remain in place are separated by large gaps where por portions have collapsed. A fog-covered swamp spreads out below you in all directions, and up from its murk wafts the smell of rotting plants. And also rising from the swamp is the music of nature, a discordant symphony of croaking frogs and singing birds. Welcome, raiders. Hello. Oh. Welcome, that other po uh, pond raiding with a party of 21. Damn. Pond, hey, hey. Thank you, pond. If you're new here, welcome. <laughs> pond wave raid. We did it. <laughs> we did it. For you audio cast listeners, we have performed a wave. It's a little difficult because we're in separate time zones and internet latency is a thing, but a wave was attempted. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, a wave like you would have in a pond? That sounds like a very tumultuous pond. And meanwhile, everybody else is flailing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you are on this causeway that is above this swamp and you can see that the swamp below is about 100 feet down uh, and this causeway is about 20 feet wide and it looks like the only means of exploration rather than getting a good look of uh kind of again viewing around from where you are able to see uh is to then progress down and lowry Funny enough that you should mention mushrooms, as when you look down the side of this causeway, you can see that there are giant mushrooms that are actually growing up from the swamp themselves that seem to be taking along the edges of the causeway, almost like delightful steps ready to be walked upon. Lari just puts her hands on her hips, closes her eyes, and goes, <sighs> This is wonderful, isn't it? Lowry, it smells in the most delightful way I can describe it. Putrid and farty. There's so much decay here. It's the perfect habitat for mushrooms. We should go collect some. Sure. Right. Um, the rest of you, have you ever been in the alligator portion of a zoo? Yes. It smells <laughs> like that. That's a courtyard. And in one. I've been in one. <laughs> well, I uh, visited the alligator portion where it's just hot uh, and muggy. Or in most of your cases, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you reckon? <laughs> uh, as Clout is uh, walking along, he's kind of pondering to himself. Uh, remember the rule of three. Testing to myself to hear my voice. Last. Remember the rule of three, find the alcorn, free the dormant queen at last. What are you saying? Remember the rule of three, find the alicorn. Fuck is an alicorn? I don't know. Pegasus unicorn. Oh. Oh. 
what he said. How could it be a Pegasus and a unicorn? It has a horn on its head and wings on its back. Hmm. So what part of it is a horse? The rest Everything of it. else. Uh-huh. <laughs> Power of three things. Right. Free the dormant queen at last. Uh, do you think this gets any less muggy or, or is it just going to get more humid once we get down there? Oh no, it's probably going to get worse. Don't worry, uh, it's great for your skin. I don't really, well, I'm not really bothered by the way my skin looks or anything. I don't know, I just don't like the idea of my clothes getting all stuck to me. Vice, like, flicks his wrist out. It could get a bit muggy up here, if you know what I mean. And a knife appears. Are you hitting on me? No. Oh, okay. Do you have any idea how we can get down from here? Lance and Noir, thank you so much for the raid! Welcome again, readers! Wave. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Is this our new thing? I don't know. I don't know if we can Actually, have it be the new thing. That's pause. I don't want to be. I don't want to take it. It kind of worked out in like video. It's fine. <laughs> we can try our hardest. <laughs> um, how high is is this place? Uh, one hundred feet from uh where you are on the causeway to what looks like the base. Cool. Um, Clout is gonna kind of like stand at the top of it, sort of like thump his foot a little bit. Um, test the the ground around there, snap his fingers a little bit, um, and like stick uh, a finger on his uh, throat. Uh, and he's going to use thaumaturgy to make it louder, uh, make his voice louder, and just go testing, testing one two. What are you doing? It worked. Um, <clears throat> I'm making sure that. <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm making sure that magic still works around here before I throw myself off cliff. Oh, okay, yeah, that's smart. Yep, magic still works. Well, that's a great idea. Laura's gonna fling her hand out and cast Ice Knife at a tree. <laughs> like, down towards a tree? Yeah. Okay. Or, or just if there's, like, a rock, a, like, a, a wall of rock or something. 100 just... feet above the base of the swamp. Okay. So there's not All really, right. like, trees hanging out where you are, but if you throw an Ice Knife down, an Ice Knife has a range of, what, 120? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. 60 so feet. Sixty. Yeah. So you could throw it toward, like you could hit like the tippy top of a tree. <gasps> I think I hit a branch. <laughs> Do birds go flying off? Just like. <laughs> yep. Just clout watches that happen and goes. Hmm. So. All right. We're all gonna have this oh, ice okay. knife hits the tree. You can see that the bark on the tree like knots itself. Oh. And it has this just like, like it has like a very like, why did you do this face on like in the bark? Oh yeah, no, uh, that's the thing. A, a lot of trees around here are people, so you're gonna you're gonna want to not do that. When and you I, say that they're people, like you're saying that they are like sentient or that they once were people. Well, they can talk. I don't I don't know what their deal is, but they can talk. So they can complain when you shoot ice knives at them. All right. Well, we're all going to have to jump at once. Are you ready? Or, 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 or we could use the mushrooms that look like a fucking staircase. Yeah, oh. Lowry, do you think these are sturdy? You seem like you kind of know a lot about mushrooms. <laughs> is there a fucking staircase of mushrooms? I there are like a to... bunch of mushrooms that you could... Like, I'm not going to stop you if you want to jump, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> 
previously I, narrated, there are a bunch of really cushy <laughs> mushrooms that you could descend. I only get three spell slots a day. If there's a convenient staircase, then I'm very much willing to take it. Lowry's going to skip over to the mushrooms and you speak with plants to ask them if we can travel down them. Um. Yeah. Um. Make a persuasion check. While she's rolling this, quick question. Have we had a short rest or a long rest since, since mm -hmm. um... Since you were at the carnival less than 20 minutes ago? Um, well, here's the thing. I've used up all of my inspiration, and I don't remember when I did that. Well, <laughs> before descending into the swamp, when you are 100 feet up from anything dangerous, mm -hmm. seems like it could be a good opportunity for a short rest if you'd like one. I rolled an 18 on persuasion. They're the prettiest mushrooms I've ever seen. And I grow mushrooms. When you say that, Lowry, you get the sense and feeling that if these mushrooms could blush at your compliments, they would. And they kind of like, they, like, you've never seen, I mean, Lowry most likely has seen. The rest of you have not seen mushrooms sort of wiggle happily before. And then they sort of like firm up and become a little bit flatter to try and accommodate. They said we can pass. Useful. Oh, okay. Should we go one at a time, or do you think they can just like hold all of us? Uh, are they? Is it wide enough that everyone could go down the stairs at once, or we'd have to go single file? Let me see. While you're looking that up, Tamferdams slowly like crawling up onto the stone ledge on the side of the bridge gotta like kick their leg up a little bit to get up there because of their whole two foot verticality just out of curiosity do we still got wingies, are them wingies you gone? do but they are uh entirely like they are non-functional wingies unless your spell unless you have a spell that would cause them to function gotcha Oh, I just remembered I have stuff. Yeah, it looks like... Yeah, it looks like the mushrooms start maybe 20 feet down from where you are. So you'd still have to, like, get down to the mushrooms, but they are doing their best to accommodate. Well, now's the perfect time to catch a snack if anyone needs to. Re-up on water. Power nap. Oh, I have some dried mushrooms if anyone likes mushrooms. Are well, I like... guess I'll take one before I go down. Here you go. Thank you. Can I... Oh. Is it dry or... Yeah, they're just like, dried this... mushrooms <laughs> or portability. Now, are they mushrooms, or are they mushrooms? They're mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> so mushrooms are kind of your whole thing, huh? Uh-huh. Right. I have psychedelic ones as well, but you have to pay for those. Ah. You, like, study, study and sell them, or do you just kind of, like, raise them? Like, what's, what's your thing with them? Oh, no, I just think they're pretty. Also more like like a hobbyist kind of thing. 
hobbyist and, you know, sometimes they can help you out of scrapes when you need them to, or they're very good conversationalists. Oh, so like, do mushrooms talk all the time or do you have to like use magic to talk to them like you just did right there? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh, that's cool. Right. So if anyone is going to rest up here, I'm going to go scout below. Yeah, I can follow with you. I haven't really done anything much. I'm pretty I'm pretty all rested up. I haven't done any magics or anything. No, 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 no. You should stay, sit, Pamphadam. Just relax. Take a load off. Oh, but what if you get stuck and you gotta pull out? You know, you don't want to get your boots stuck in the swamp down there. I'll take my chances. Okay. Okay. Hop. So, Vice, as you hop, make an athletics check for me. E, this button. Could I use acrobatics instead? Um, if you are trying to climb it or climb down, yeah, I'd say you could use acrobatics for this. Hop from mushroom to mushroom. Uh, 18 for 24. Okay. That is much better than the DC that you need. So you're able to hop down to the first mushroom. Uh, and you expect it to have a little bit of give. But it seems like, again, with these mushrooms having been spoken to by Lowry, they are a little bit more forgiving, a little bit more understanding uh, of what you intend to do with them. Uh, and they kind of, like, have a little bit more of a softened landing for you. Uh, and then, uh, it seems that they, uh, like, again, like, it sort of, like, firms up at the top. You expect it to be a lot more squishy than it is, and it was when you landed, but that seemed to more accommodate, like, shock in your knees, but they seem fine now. Vice just kisses two fingers, taps the top of the mushroom. Good job. Lowry, how long does Speak with, speak with Plants last? I'm look. I thought I had speak with plants. I have speak with animals. So she just asked it <laughs> nicely. Okay. Um, I can make an argument. Yeah. Uh, mushrooms are closer to animals than they are to plants and physiology. Physiology. I'll take that. However, they're still considered plants. It doesn't <laughs> matter because vice rolled high enough that. It should be fine, but Lowry, let's just say that like the mushrooms feeling like, ah, yes, this is clearly the better. That was all like on your side, like I know mushrooms or mm -hmm. I will give you this. If you would like, you can replace speak with animals with speak with plants, but then you lock into speak with plants versus speak with animals. Which one would you prefer? Speak with plants. Okay. I yeah. think that fits her more. So let's just say that Lowry is able to speak with plants like a normal druid is able to speak with animals. Problem solved. Don't worry. Clout is... He'll be able to handle all the animals. Like, he historically has been great at that. <laughs> why, why do I feel like that's not the case? All right. 
So, Vice, you are walking down these uh, giant mushroom, sh these shelf mushrooms, making your way all the way to the bottom. And as you are on your way down, and you get to the bottom of this, Lowry, you, Pamferdam, and Clout are all still up on the causeway. In the distant sky, you spot a giant balloon made of patchwork material. It seems to be spinning out of control as though punctured, causing a wicker basket that hangs on it to swing wildly. The, the balloon plunges out of sight, disappearing into the fog approximately a mile away. And I actually have a picture uh, of something that is, uh, well, relatively close to what you would be seeing, minus the adventurers uh, that are in this picture. So again, no adventurers from what you are seeing, uh, but a giant like patchwork balloon, like a hot air balloon is just like, like cartoonishly like, like flying away into the fog. It's quite large. It is quite large. It looks like it could possibly house maybe three to four people comfortably. Hmm. But oh. yeah, conveniently the size of a party. Yes. It could fit anywhere between four to five people comfortably. Interesting. Uh, and Vice, now that you are at the bottom, this, like, the, you step onto the ground and the mud just, like, sinks upwards. You wear boots, yes? Mm -hmm. Thank God you wear boots, because right now it's about up to your shin. Like, it's so terrifyingly close to the top bit of the boot where mud would just start seeping in and get all up in there. He backs up onto a mushroom, takes out, like, two handkerchiefs, and ties off the shins. Yeah. Nah, that's just... That's just gnarly. Uh, yeah. I'll take a look around here. Okay, yeah. Taking a look around. Um... Yeah, taking a look around, like, it's swampy. It is definitely swampy down here. And while you are taking a peek, you see that there is a, like, in the marsh, or, like, in this swampy area that you have found yourself in, you can see what looks like a bubble starting to rise in the mud. And as it rises... I would like for you to roll me a d8. I got a four. A four? Excellent. So, as this uh, as this bubble rises, you see that it actually lifts up off of the uh, like off of the like marshy surface, and as it does, it connects with a uh, sword fern that's kind of hanging out. And it causes the bubble to pop. And as this bubble pops, I would like for you to take or to make a constitution saving throw. As what smells like, let me check right here. It releases gas that smells of old cheese. And when the bubble pops, you can hear a. <laughs> that one for a three all right so with a four you have inhaled hiccuping gas 
So, the character experienced the most annoying case of the hiccups. To cast a spell that has a verbal component, that character must succeed on a constitution check. Also, the character has disadvantage on dexterity stealth checks that it makes to hide. Fuck. For the next hour. God damn it. Be careful, you're going to give yourself real hiccups. <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> Okay, so, uh, meanwhile, back on the top of the causeway, Clout has gone down, you've seen this balloon sort of, like, looks like it was, like, losing altitude at an alarming rate, and then just into the fog about a mile away. Um, but I'd say you, <laughs> enough time has passed that you could short rest. And that's why I can't do mushrooms anymore. Whoa, did you see that? See what? Is that a balloon? Where? Points. Is it <laughs> right over there? Gone? Like a balloon or something crashed. By, by the way, Claude, you need to remember to hydrate next time you try something like that. But anyway, yeah, like a big old balloon. Yeah, like I don't know. It looked like it could hold roughly three to four people. We could go check it out. Uh, don't you think Vice would let us know about it? Maybe. I hope they're doing okay down there. Yeah, there's the faint sound of hiccups coming from below. <laughs> so y'all are ready to climb down too and join them? Or should we like, wait until Vice comes back? Do you think he actually is coming back? I don't know him well enough to, t to say. But, I don't um, know any of you. That's fair. <laughs> Clout looks a little sad at this <laughs> but he coughs and sort of dismisses that feeling lb uh, thank you for the raid hello <laughs> also i didn't call it out because i didn't see it at the time because like it wasn't popping with notifications for me but lacy tv mr toast ghost that k play manimal cookies polymorph top down tabletop Thank you so much for the follows. Aw. Alright, so, are you all going down to meet Vice, or Vice, are you just going right back up to tell them what you saw? Just climbing back up, if he meets them in the middle. Okay. That's fine as well. Make an <laughs> athletics check for me. Fuck. <laughs> uh, he's not strong, it's a four. A four? You're doing great. You're okay. doing great so far. So, let me see here. Ba -ba. He dies. Yes. Yeah, I knew that was just a excuse to ditch us. Okay, roll two d six for me. Flighty type. As you oh, no. as you fall from the pillar back down into the swamp. Two. Two? Okay, take two points of damage, but you have fallen into swamp. And you can just uh, feel swampy guk getting into your everything. He just lays there for a few seconds looking up at the canopy and then just... <laughs> In the meantime... Well, I don't know. I think, actually, I'm going to start climbing down and then... Well, I'll just wait out the bottom and see if Vice comes back from down there. I don't want to be up high anymore. Like, hop up and kind of, like, 
sit down on a mushroom and scooch to the end and slowly like extend my little like six inch leg uh, to go from mushroom to mushroom and work my way down. Excellent. Okay, so make me a athletics or acrobatics check with advantage. Okay. Hey, be careful over there. A 17. A 17. Okay, that is good. So you are scooching. And, like, it seems like the mushroom even sort of, like, lowers itself to, like, let you, like, shimmy down a little bit easier. Uh, and it's, like, you know, it's not bad. There are better ways that you have gone down from tall places. But, honestly, this is this is pretty comfortable. Hey, y'all, this isn't actually that hard to do. You just gotta make sure not to fall, because it probably would hurt a whole lot. Marbles, thank you for the bits. All right, so, Pam, you are scooching your way down, and you see Vice uh, laying just in swamp, looking up at you. Um, Clout and Lowry, between the two of you, who is heading down next? I'll go next. Okay, Lowry, make my uh, make a uh, athletics or a acrobatics check with advantage, because you were the one who spoke to these there mushrooms. I'll go acrobatics, because that one's not negative. Sixteen. Okay, sixteen. So, Lowry, as you are making your way down, uh, you get to about the fifty feet down mark, and you can feel like one of these mushrooms might have been a little bit more of like the bad boy mushroom <laughs> compared to the others because they didn't seem to listen to you as well. Uh, so, when you step on them, you almost seem to like slip a little bit, and you look down. You're still like fifty feet up from the ground, but like. Woo! Thankfully, it was an, a non-issue. You were able to catch yourself, and then you can continue down uh, this path, or continue down the mushroom path as well. And uh, then she shakes her finger at that mushroom. Yeah, Clout scoots down, uh, basically on her heels. Okay, and Clout, athletics or acrobatics? I'm going with athletics, baby. This is what I was made for, natural one. Woo! Okay. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so, Clout. He gets distracted trying to tell off that mushroom. Like, hey, I'm watching you. Clout, <laughs> you are hot on Lowry's heels. You say, hey, you're watching. Like, hey, I'm watching you. And when you, like, go to take, like, that threatening step forward, these mushrooms don't exactly appreciate being intimidated. And so you step on a rounded edge and lose your footing, you're going to be falling 80 feet. 80 feet? That's Ew. a lot. It is. Uh, I'll cast Featherfall. Okay. <laughs> Seems safe. I do that. He does just <laughs> fall, like, completely, like, arms crossed, like, ramrod straight for, like, as long as possible until right until he hits the ground, then he just feather fall, and then, like, <laughs> Okay, and Clout, same thing, when you hit the ground, your feet just, like, sink into the mud. And you can see that Vice is just, like... He's pushing himself off out of the mud. Mm-hmm. 
And Lowry, like, you just like come down like a mushroom princess. I'd like before Lowry gets off the final mushroom, she unlaces her boots, rolls up her pant legs, and just barefoot jumps into the mud with everyone. Isn't this great? <laughs> Splatters them a little bit. Huh? Okay. And as the four of you find yourself in this mud, sticky mud squelches beneath your feet. Tangled mangroves grow out of pools of rippling water, half hidden by the thick fog, and purple mushrooms cling to rotting logs and stumps scattered throughout the marsh. Crickets that, gr that glow like fireflies chirp serenely before, they sna before they're snatched out of the air by the tongues of hungry frogs. Coming from one direction are several voices joined in a marching song. The singing grows louder as six bipedal rabbits wearing clothing emerge from the fog. Two of them tug at the reins of a giant snail, the others carrying clubs and slings. And this is the song that you hear. With sticks and stones, we'll break your nose, we'll beat you blind and steal your clothes. But none among us can compare to the wily, swift, and stand-up hare. Scarf, that's glorious, thief, notorious, his deeds are truly meritorious. With a wink and a grin, he'll show his cunning. A flash of his scarf, he'll take off running. Quick as a bolt, his long scarf trailing. Grasping, grasping, you'll end up flailing. You'll pout, you'll moan, you'll huff, you'll sneer. Thanks to Agdon Longscarf, brigand prince of Prismere. Yay! Oh, shit. And as you start cheering, four of these uh, rabbit-styled brigands draw their weapons on you and point them towards your group. And one of them... Uh sort of stands up and you can see uh this is a this is a female or a femme presenting uh rabbit and she says hello there my name is jevek this is a robbery if you'll resist we'll beat you black and blue hello jevek i've only been here for about 15 minutes and i'm fed up with it if you don't want a hole punched through you the size of my fist you will kindly we got off on the wrong foot you you said you're new here so you don't really understand how this works this is a, a robbery like highway burglary sort of situation. There's more of us than there are of you. Let's just lay down some facts. We don't want your money. We don't want your clothes or your boots or anything like that. We're, we're, we're really just and trying to be very clothes. on the level about what? our What burgers. is it that you're looking for? Would you like some teeth? Because I have a whole bag of those. That actually sounds pretty wonderful. But no, we're looking for if uh, you would possibly... Uh, be willing to spare your happiest memory about a, a particular thing. No. I'd prefer to keep my memories. Well, they said no. Well, Why exactly do you need memories? Well, that's... You don't work for a hag, do you? Oh, we do. <gasps> Which one? <laughs> Black Claw? You've heard of her? She kind of, like, rules this whole... Swamp! Have I heard of her? Yes, you have. She's one of the three hags that you were told about. Okay. She kind of rules this whole place, so, like, again, all we're looking for is, like, a little something or other, then we'll leave you alone. Just a standard is she, robbery. Is she Are the you? one with the pig mask? Hmm? No, that doesn't sound like her. Is she More the like ghost? a frog lady. 
Probably. I like frogs. At least from like what we've been told. That's what Agden says. And she, he's like her favorite. He's our boss. So like, if you don't do, you know, it's like a whole chain of command thing. Like, really? Well, can we speak to your superior? Because we have a series of complaints we'd like to file. Look, no. Just like. Is this a happy memory each or just one collective for the group? Or can we bargain for it? Look, all we're asking is that you just give us the feeling of delight that you experienced when you received your favorite present. If you do that, we'll leave you alone. Oh, you want a feeling of delight? Yeah. Oh, well, that's easy. Have you ever flown before? I have not personally, and I don't really plan on doing it anytime soon, but maybe someday. Anyways, that's... If you'd like, that's, if you'd like to give it a try, I could give you a delightful flight if you'd like. Okay, so we got one for being burgled, and three against, <laughs> or are the three of you also on board for- it's it's really quick. Well, I mean, technically I'm against burgling, but I'm also, like, not much of a fan of fighting, so if we can just talk our way through this- And, like, one of them in the background is just like, ooh, I'm gonna get ya. Like, you like- Oh, in response <laughs> to that, Vice just goes to his belt- there's a jingling sound as he unfurls a chain with, like, this small orb at the end of it and just lets it fuck into the ground. Oh, that's gross. What are the numbers here again? How many, how many, uh... There are six of them. There's six rebeats? Okay. Six brigands. Brigands. The feeling of delight that you got when you got your favorite present. Yeah, super simple. I don't know if I have one of those. Oh, that's sad. You lead a sad life. What if you don't have a favorite present because all presents are equally wonderful? Sad enough not to burgle us? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to depress them? <laughs> Is that 22. <laughs> okay, so 22. Um, they sort of look at each other and they're like, all right, well, one of you seems like they got, like, is down to be burgled. Another, I would just feel bad at this point. And when, uh, when they say this, Clout, roll a d8 for me. Oh, boy, oh, boy. What, what could this possibly mean? Roland. That's a one. A one? Doing a lot of those. Uh, so when you, uh, when you say, what if we don't have a memory, uh, uh like, what if we've never received, uh, the feeling of delight from, from receiving a gift kind of thing, you just hear wood groan sadly nearby. Just, and it seems like the trees around you are kind of slumping. I think I think those willows are weeping. Yeah, they do that. Uh, um, well, if it's negotiable, I only have one good memory, and it's the only thing keeping me going at the moment. That's also sad. That sounds like a lot more valuable currency than we than this initial trade. So like I'm just saying. Super burgle on you. <laughs> kind of burgle on you. I well, again, I'd feel just a bad. Little bit. Why are you going to super burgle this guy? 
Well, he said he only had, like, the one good memory. I mean, yes, and I will that... do anything to protect that. I mean, isn't that extra sad? Clout, or, uh, Vice, when you say that, uh, you'll do anything to protect it, would you argue that this is an intimidation check? I mean, he does have his weapon out. He does have his weapon. Would you do this intimidatingly? <laughs> Leaning in, the chain just goes taut. Okay. So, when you do that, just, whoa, whoa, look, no harm. This was just a standard street robbery. And you're bringing, like, real weapons into this. I'm sorry, I'm from a place where this is not a standard street robbery. Do you have a road network? Oh, well, there's the Queensway. And they point in the direction of the uh, large bypass. Oh, that queen wouldn't happen to be, like, dormant, would she? I, I, to be honest, I haven't seen or heard of, it, or heard of the queen in quite some time. Basically, like, since this whole swamp got swamped. Is the queen, wait, is, is the queen the hag or is the queen a separate person? Oh, no, the queen's not the hags. The hags, the hourglass coven, they've sort of like done, you know what, why am I telling you all this? Hourglass I don't know, but you've coven. been very helpful. Thank well, you thank so much. You're welcome. Now, like this I've... for that, I've been helpful. Give me, give me. I've got no. some roasted nuts that I got at a carnival. Well, that would be nice. But like, I don't really need those. I'm not taking your gifts. I want your ideas of delight, but you're rather mean looking and have weapons and such. Why are ideas of delight so important to you? Oh, it's not for me! I'm not getting horny about them. It's somebody else who is. Oh, well, who are you bringing their <laughs> memories to? Oh, boy. No, no, look. Okay, maybe where you're from, that means something different. But here, like, when you're horny for something, it just means, like, you're really into it. No, that tracks. No, that's, that's about the same, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't like the way you're saying horny. You like the way I'm saying it or don't? I, said, I don't like the way you're saying horny. Oh, well, see, that's more on you than it is on me. It's a colloquialism, Cloud. Knock, uh, knock. Who are you bringing these memories to? You mentioned that Anton. you don't actually want them yourself. Anton Longscarf. He's a boss. He's like the greatest ever. His scarf is so long and he runs like really fast all the time. He also, like, you know. Yeah. I'm like, what about us? These memories? Yeah. Obviously. Ah. It's yeah, not like one right. of the stilt walkers or none of that. Not like one of yous. No, again, why am I telling you all this? This was supposed to be a robbery. I feel like it's a pretty successful robbery on my part. I would say thank you, but I have nothing to show for it. So at least one of you needs to give me a feeling of delight. What if or we? Already, what if we? Oh, what if we already have? Because I have found this conversation incredibly delightful. You've been well, so helpful to us. If that is the case, can you say it into the gourd? And they pull out what looks like a gourd with a stopper on it. Sure. Boom. All right. Ariel, repeat herself. This conversation has been delightful. All right, Lowry, make a charisma saving throw. 17? A 17. Lowry, what's the greatest gift that you ever, uh, what's the greatest gift you ever received? Mm. 
It's a locket with a silver sparrow and mushrooms on it. The feeling of joy that you get when you nostalgically remember this locket, you feel like well up inside you and then almost get pulled from your chest. And the lot of you see what looks like this silver essence take the form of a sparrow that seems to kind of trail from Lowry into this gourd. And then, boop, stoppered. Huh. Oh, hells no. All right. Well, robbery one successful. Thank you so much. Do I still have said memory, or is it just the feeling about said memory? You that still I have the memory, but it thinking about it is like thinking about getting like a school lunch that meant nothing. Okay. It just it was a thing that happened now. I'd like to slowly attempt to sneak away while Lowry is donating a memory to this gourd. Yeah, roll a stealth check. See how that works out. Okay, four. A four? As you <laughs> attempt to sneak away? Hey, hey! You come back here, you're being robbed! No, I'm, I'm still going! I'm still leaving! Uh, so I'm just keep walking, you can't stop me anymore, bye! You know what? Would you all say that we got what we came for? Yeah, 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 we got what we came for. All right, all right, well. If that's the case, got my eyes on all of you. Ice winks. Make a charisma check. Let them be into it, let them be into it, let them be into it. 19. If a rabbit could blush. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm supposed to be robbing you. I'm supposed to be robbing you, but it looks like you're the one who robbed me. And then one of them just... <coughs> oh, right, sorry. I am the leader of this here bandit group, and I declare this robbery successful. I mean... I could take you all on. Like in a fight? And then uh, you see them like pull the giant snail around uh, and she and Jebek uh, once again says, all right, well, just remember, if we ever cross paths again, we will rob you a second time. Oh, you won't. Maybe oh. it's up to be decided. Um, Pathadam over there, they are like magical fart bubbles. <laughs> Where? Pathadam, roll a Constitution <laughs> saving throw. Is this a natural thing or is it considered magic? It is a natural occurrence <laughs> right. in this place. Uh, da, 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 da. Better out than in that. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Pathadam, there is the smell of old cheese. And you hear a <laughs> and there like it's it's just kind of like a farty smell. And that's about it. <laughs> and Jebek hops up onto the cart 
and then bows and says, thank you for the burgle. All right, men and women. Huzzah! And she points off in the direction and the snail turns and then they begin <laughs> leaving you away or leaving your fucking group. <laughs> Vice is going to approach Lowry. You okay? If you aren't cool with that, we can totally go after them and get that back. I don't think it particularly matters. And you see her finger a silver locket brooch that's pinned to her bodice. Vice looks over at Clout, raises an eyebrow like, you want to do this? I'm down to do this. Should we get going? He just sort of like puts a hand up and he's like, you heard the lady. Damn, we're leaving. Oh, wait, where are we going? Do we know where we're going? Out of here. Well, they said that over there is the Queen's Road, and we're supposed to free a dormant queen. So, that's one lead that we have. Well, yes. right, so we just follow this? They said the Queen's Road was this big old super bridge here that broke? <laughs> see a super bridge that broke? <laughs> that is what we descended from. Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Alright, so way. I guess if we came from that way, then we <clears throat> then we just have to go in this direction, just keep walking that way until we run into a, uh, a hags. Yeah, we could probably just walk underneath it. Let's walk to the side of it, because walking underneath it sounds even worse. Yeah, based on what we saw from up there, it looks like it has a habit of collapsing from time to time. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yep. Alright, so you are going in the direction of the end of the Queen's Way. Excellent. Now, as you are quick, quick, quicking your way through the uh, through the swamp, at a certain point, um, you hear what sounds like the rushing of water, and as that rushing water begins, I'd like for you all to make perception checks. Nineteen for Lowry. Seventeen for Vice. Fourteen for Pamferdam. And Clout. Nineteen also. Nineteen? Excellent. So about 150 feet away from where you are, tucked between the trees, you can actually see what looks like a small stone ring uh, that is well-shaped but it is gushing water from the top of it. Uh, and this water is just coming straight from the base of the well, shooting up in a geyser-like fashion. And it just seems that on top 
of this geyser being held aloft by the rushing water are actually actually some shiny things. Did this wishing well throw up? Maybe people just left things near it? Um, out of curiosity, Pamferdam's going to take a single copper coin uh, from their coin purse and kind of like shoot it into the upwards rising water to see what happens. Yeah. Uh, as you shoot that coin into it, it is taken by the water and then just pops up. And you see that this geyser uh, is currently shooting. Let me see. It looks like it is shooting uh, water about 10 feet tall uh, up into the air from this. And as you do, um, there is a... You hear what sounds like a jingling noise. And Clout, did you have like a backpack with you or anything like that? Because you had most I... of your stuff with you. Yeah, I can check. I'm pretty sure I do. Um, yeah. I've got a I've got a chest which I imagine is like has straps on it like a backpack. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Panfordam, as you toss this coin into uh this well, um, from the other side of the well, you see what look like four small motes of light that seem to kind of come out and they like dance around a little bit, and you can hear what sounds like uh almost like uh, tinkling glass and clout from your chest backpack you hear a excited sound of tinkling glass as uh, whisper is actually inside of has has followed you here oh whisper I was wondering where you got off to and when uh, like they appear out of the backpack and then they see four of these other bits of light. They, like, pop up towards you. Uh, and in the way that Whisper can, uh, you hear them say, uh, you hear Whisper say, don't worry, they're like me. Hmm. And then we'll, like, float over, like, very quickly. And then, like, glow towards them. And then the others, like, glow towards Whisper. As it seems like these Will-O-Wisps are having a conversation amongst themselves. Oh, there's more whispers. Is this where they're from? Ah, uh, no. Will the wisps are all over the Feywild. Hey, whisper, what's their deal? And then whisper comes back to you, and like are, normally they speak in a in a tone that's almost like uh like again like that kind of uh glass noise. But this time, it, like, there are, like, some slow, like, pulsations followed by a... And they speak very sadly at you uh, as they let you know that these Will-O-Wisps uh, are, uh, are individuals who died at the hands of the hag that rules this place, and they have been bound to these wells. Clout sort of rubs the back of his head. Ah, oh, it sucks. And Whisper then conveys to you that these places are called O-Wells. I see. 
What are they saying? Um, he'll repeat that information. Um, is there anything we can do for them? Um, sorry, they're called what wells? Oh, wells. Oh, Oh, apostrophe dash well. (laughs) Oh, well. Should look for some oysters around the oh, wells. Shucks. People died, Vice. So? Roll a d8 for me, Vice. <laughs> <laughs> the karma bubbles. Two. A two? <laughs> All right, so with a two, as you say this, uh, you notice that uh, there are thorny, flowerless vines that begin to sprout nearby. Uh, just turns slowly backs up. Well, that's interesting. And Whisper, uh, answering your question, Clout, uh, says that the only thing that uh, you can do for them uh, is remove the hag that's in power and they can become free again. Big ask, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah. What's the big ask? Um, well, get rid of the hag and you free her victims. Right. Oh, okay, so we're still doing the same goal then, toppling the regime? Sounds I... like it. Yeah, I figure. Oh, well, can you have Whisper convey to them that they can trust that we're going to make sure to take care of the, the issues that are happening? Oh, they can understand us. Oh, those things I said. <laughs> and then you see, like, one of them, like, glows a little brightly. It seems like they're, like, the larger of the four and mayhaps the leader of their small crew. <laughs> that one's purple. It's hey. like, uh, you know, Han and Chewie rolls. Yeah. Um. Sorry to break up this little seance, but things are getting a little thorny around here. Uh, are they? Are those thorns continuing to grow? No, it just looked like okay. there was like a small sprouting of them, and then once they reached a certain level, they stopped. Well, make sure not to fall in that. That probably hurt a whole lot. Oh, yeah. little it's wisp friends, do you know where the hag's house is? Oh yeah, that's a good question. Damn. And. Like the the large the larger one that you have identified by saying that one's purple. Uh we're just gonna roll with it. Uh it sort of like if a if a willow wisp could could have a a, a more like staunch uh posing, like uh like a more rigid, like yes, of course I know where this is. Uh they make a sound that clout you are able to recognize because we're just going to say you speak will-o-wisp. How else would you speak with whisper? Um He'll he'll just translate, like assume everything is translated and unless I say otherwise. Yeah. Uh they say uh that if you follow the winding river, you will eventually uncover the hag's house.
I can't help but notice that this river goes every which direction. Um, you got better directions than that? Which way, at least? up Upstream, downstream? North. North. Right. Uh, hey, north is... Make a survival check. <laughs> oh, no! Pam will survive. Can I assist? Yeah, you can assist on this. Okay. Like, vaguely looking at mosses and trying to figure out no, no, that if it pain. still makes the same sense. Uh, 13. Tasting 13. mosses, clacking rocks together. Yeah, I would say I would say that, like, with Lowry's help, you are able to identify which direction north lies. It also helps that it seems like the water is flowing south in a manner of speaking. It's flowing down, so if you just follow upstream on the river, you'll eventually reach there. All right, so oh. we just got to keep going in that way? Um, Cloud, could you ask them if the terrain tends to change here? Once again, they understand you. But yeah, oh. same question. Right. And the response that you get is, oh yes, it can be very wet. Huh. Yeah, um, changes a lot, evidently. All right. the wet. And as That's you fair. say this, you notice that the geyser that has been coming from the O-Well has not stopped. And the river that you guys were following at least relatively close to uh, by the causeway seems to begin to rise and overflood its banks. As it seems like the ground itself is getting soggy upwards as the amount of liquid that is on the ground begins to continue to rise. And speaking is this of all, Is this just like always happening at all the time? And you see the will-o'-wisps rise to about five feet up and then they say yes. <laughs> oh no. See, the ground is already waterlogged because it is a swamp. So when the water level rises, it's much faster than if you were say, in the dry plains. Is it yes. is it like rising very fast? It's rising pretty noticeably, yes. Uh Clout starts searching his arms. He's like twisting them this way and that. He's like, I'm sure I got it somewhere. Are you Are you okay? Do you have an itch? No, I've, uh I just gotta find um the thing and is it leeches? That like just slaps the back of his neck. Is there like a little boat tattoo there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just slaps the back of his neck, and he goes, hey! And he's like, oh yeah. And then he, like, peels the boat off the back of his neck and unfolds it, and thoop, rowboat. Oh, well. Can you turn that back into a sticker or whatever that was? Nope. All right, cool. Okay. Are you going to row? I'll row. Great. I can't. I can't do a lot of rowing. He hops in, grabs the row. Ro robo oars. The oars. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. what that's called. Yeah. The paddles. The rowers. <laughs> the flippy uh, flaps of the boat. Pamper Dan will hop into the uh, boat as well. Somebody keep a lookout so I don't run in into anything. I don't know a lot about this kind of terrain, so I probably don't know what I need to look out for. Rocks, mostly. Mm -hmm. Trees, depending on how flooded everything is. 
There's a frog over there. How big is it? Well, it's blue, at least. Uh, it's like this big. Oh, it'll get out of the way. Yeah, you see the frog just sort of like, bleh, and like <laughs> snaps one of those glowing crickets and then just plunges into the swamp. <laughs> In. Okay. So, Clout, as you are beginning to steer this boat using the oars, make a survival check. Boy, oh boy. Uh, not terrible. 10. Okay, so with a 10, you feel like you are getting a pretty good handle on the directions of this rowboat. And as you are continuing to row, um, you aren't sure if you are making progress in oh, yeah. this or not. Gotta row upstream. And right now, with everything just looking like a lake, you're not exactly yeah. sure where the stream starts. Can anybody tell which way's north? Oh! I can, if you want us to roll again for it, I can try. Yeah. <laughs> I will help you this time. Okay, good. That okay, so that's the mouse you were talking about, right? Right there, okay. Yes, definitely. Uh, 17. A 17. Okay, so mm -hmm. with the 17, you are able to at least determine your the direction of north once again, which is good. And A little as, bit more to the left. And as you are rowing north, do you hear what sounds like a, like, it's like a steady... Like, sound. Very rhythmic in its nature of wandering. And when you look in the direction, you can see that there are roughly six individuals that are wearing these heavy linen cloaks. They have red skin and they are wearing masks that seem to look like small beads or bits of reflective coin that seem to be draped over their faces. And upon their backs, they each have a cage that has a collection of eggs upon it. And the sound, this shlup, shlup, they have stilts that they have built onto their arms and onto their legs, allowing them to move through the deep swamp. And their heads just sort of slowly turn towards you. And just continue to watch your group as you are making your way in their general direction. Larry, do you know what those are? No, I think that's who the bunnies were talking about. Stilt walkers? Uh-huh. They look like this. Oh. They look like a table. Kind of. <laughs> there we go. Oh, no. Should we go try and make friends? Oh. No. They might have more information for us. Yeah, but uh, last one's tried to rob us. So maybe we should like have send a representative and the rest of us kind of hide or keep moving. You're like a scary cosplay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, well, they just seem to be observing your group. Well, we may not need to send somebody over there. Hold on. 
Um, he's going to put a couple of fingers on his neck again um, and actually like pinch a little bit. Um, and instead he, of casting Thaumaturgy, he's going to cast Message to one of the stilt walkers. Um, and Message, if uh, no one has ever seen this cantrip before, um, point a finger toward a creature within range and whisper a message. The target and only the target hears the message and can reply in a whisper that only you can hear. Uh, so what it looks like is that his mouth is just moving silently. Uh, but he says to the stilt walker, hey, we don't mean you any, mean you any harm. Uh, my name's Clout. How you doing? Is there like a word limit? Uh, let me see. I don't nope. think message has one. Yeah, I don't. I message so. doesn't have one. Uh, magical silence, a foot of stone, an inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three foot of wood blocks the spell. Doesn't have to go in a straight line and can travel freely around corners or through openings. And as you say this, the stilt walker just sort of like looks back at you and just says, We gather eggs. Eggs for downfall. Downfall as in... Uh, do you, you want to come over here and talk to my friends? No. Oh. Okay. Um, that's fine. You do not have eggs. Not that I know of, no. Then there is no point. And then you see he barks at the rest of the group. What's everybody's languages? <laughs> uh, uh, common, deep speech, druidic, and sylvan. No mission halfling. Sylvan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no halfling. Common, infernal, uh, sylvan. Common, draconic, infernal. None of you recognize this language. Oh, good. And with that, like, the individual sort of like moves their motions with their head and then they just begin walking away from your group. And hey, as wait, wait, hey, we're looking for Black Claw. Ever seen her? Like he actually says that out loud. Uh, and there is a pause and then shluck, 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 turn towards you. And you just see like the shoulders like move a little bit in laughter. And then head just shakes back and forth and then just shluck, 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 as they continue to move deeper into the swamp. And as they do, that is where we are going to go onto our break for the evening. We're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place. Let's just grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or possibly go to indooradventure.redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice, and we'll see you guys shortly. All right, everybody. See you soon! We're back! Hello, everybody! I saw a shadow and thought it was my cat and was very startled, thinking, how the hell did she get in here? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Maybe the caffeine's catching up to me. Let's get back to what we were doing. So, you guys just got done interacting with the stilt walkers. You asked if she, uh, if this uh, figure on stilts had ever seen Blight Claw before, or Black Claw, I believe was the wording that Clout had used. Uh, and apparently, uh, they just seem to kind of laugh at you. A little scoff here and there never hurt nobody. Uh, but that is, uh, about as far as you were able to get in that regard. Thankfully, you were able to do a little bit 
of moving around in terms of uh, rowing, which has been helpful. Uh, and you were told to find the river and continue upstream. Now, as you are continuing uh, to head north, um, let me see where you all would be. Are you heading? And you're heading north while keeping an eye on the Queen's Way, correct? Okay, I mean, sounds good. I'm technically not the one navigating, so. And there's a brick, and there's a brick, and there's a brick, and there's a brick, and there. Oh, there aren't anything. And there's a brick, and there's a brick, and there's a brick, in there. We're still following it. Uh, you are listing to your left, Clout. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. And you continue on. Let's see. It takes you hours at this point and clout like how long do you row before you're just like my arms are fucking tired like i don't i don't want to do this right now i don't know let me do a con check Ugh. um not super long okay he gets tired pretty quick sounds good so yeah i haven't get... done this in forever so you basically get past the point where you stop seeing mushrooms that are growing along the side of the queen's way uh and to the north from where you are you can actually see that there's a big break uh in the bridge in the queen's way itself and it looks like this break is about four miles long it's a pretty sizable break from where you're actually able to see do we do we see that giant fuck off tower in the south yeah you guys did before you started going north hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. and it looked like that was actually the direction <laughs> that the hot air balloon was in the direction of like spiraling towards huh hmm. oh well <laughs> oh, oh, oh. whoops Okay, so yeah, Clout, you end up getting pretty tired and you are at the start of it. Um, and the water underneath you is still, like, it, there's no real current that it seems to be following. Um, and it seemed like the stilt walkers were unhelpful uh, in the directions that they were given. Uh, it seems like they just weren't really interested in speaking with you at the time. Clout will take a quick breather and... Uh drink some water uh vice can take over rowing for a bit okay Clout sounds good like to see this yeah so uh clout for navigating make a survival check for me all right or for sorry vice since you're going to be the one rowing Survival check, you said? Yes. Uh, 14. A 14? Okay. Yeah, you're able to maintain your bearing. The large bridge definitely helps. Um, then make a constitution check to see how long you can maintain rowing. 18. 18? Okay. 
yeah, if you would like, you can continue uh, following the course of where the bridge would be. Sometimes, Cloud, my dear friend, it's not about powering through, it's about technique. Okay, and at this point, you guys have been rowing now for roughly around six hours or so. And the water that was, again, raised up about five feet, you can actually feel beginning to sink and lessen. Uh, I think we're going to start running out of river with soon. Yeah, I think so. Try and make sure we land in the riverbed if we can. Uh, Clout's going to like try and like figure out where the actual river is. Okay, make another survival check. Oh boy, oh boy. I got an eight. An eight? Anyone here good at survival? Yes. The druid usually is. Thought it might be you. Did you need something? Um, yeah, I can't find the river. Larry, does, do swamps have, like, tides? Well, typically no, but... They also normal don't normally don't have geysers like that, so I think this is a little bit out of the ordinary. Yeah, I'm like doubly out of my element here. I grew up in the desert and also not the Feywilds, so I'm pretty confused on how the topography works. <laughs> Are you wanting Lowry to roll uh, wings, or do you want assistance? Uh, I'd say you should be the one to roll. All right. What we will defer for? to your judgment. Survival, I think it was. Oh, of course I roll bad this time around. Lowry <laughs> <laughs> rolled an 11. It's better okay. than what I got. Sounds good. So you rolled an 11. Um, yeah, so as you are trying to get yourselves in the direction of this river... Yeah, I'd say that you guys have had enough successful survival checks that you kind of plant yourself at the base of this river. Um, but you are on the far end of it. So you've already kind of <clears throat> passed over it and like the butt of your canoe uh, is, or boat rather, is kind of pressed up against the riverbank. So it's been six hours at this point, right? Yes. Um... Two of you have been rowing nonstop for like six hours in this boat. Listening yeah. to Lowry, and there's a stone, and there's a brick, and there's a brick, <laughs> there's a mushroom. <laughs> oh, look, another mushroom. That one's got a frog on it. Oh, he's so cute. Do we want to see if we can find some dry ground and make camp? What are the odds <laughs> of finding dry ground in a place like this? That's a good question. You are in a swamp. Honestly, our best bet is probably to climb back up onto the... Uh... Queen's Road path. It'll be harder the t on the way up, because there's no mushrooms on the bridge anymore. Oh, we could find two trees close enough together that we could wedge the boat between, get off the ground. Are there trees? Have we seen trees? There are like oh yeah, the sad trees. trees, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's some sad trees. There's one that you hit with an ice knife who had a very contorted, like, kind of face after you did. I think we're probably going to want to ask for permission, but that's not a bad idea. I mean, I have some pixie dust, so I could just fly up. 
thank you for gifting the sub to OMG and some guy. <laughs> Do we, uh... How, how high is this bridge? The bridge is 100 feet off the ground. Okay. Hey, well, I have, I have some rope. Does anyone else have rope? If, if Lowry could get up to the top, you can just, like, tie a rope, bring it down to us, and we can use that to climb. I have 50 feet of rope, and I also have a mummy, mummified raven claw, if that helps. Oh, that could be like a grappling hook. <laughs> I hear raven's got pretty tight grip. Well, I know Clout has two lengths of 25. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay, so we can make, yeah, we can make 100, one of the 25s, and then maybe we could put like little knots every like five feet in it, you know, so it's easier to climb. As you all are trying to figure out how to get to the top of this bridge, you hear what sounds like you are familiar with the sound of Lowry's feet now, having squanched through uh, and squelched through the mud. Imagine if you heard that as a almost deafening chorus. Like there was like an army's worth of bare feet that were just trudging through mucky swamp water. I think you know. I think I think people are coming. I think we're gonna get robbed again. But looking in the direction of this, you see coming through the fog what looks to be a giant-sized shadow, square with a kind of peaked top. And it seems to be approaching you. And as it does, and it clears through the fog, you can see what looks to be a two-story house with a cellar underneath, oh. like a stone-walled cellar. And beneath the cellar, what looks like at least 50 to 60 humanoid feet that are all just like walking <laughs> this house through oh. the muck. No. I'm so into that imagery. That's hilarious. <laughs> I think we might Which have found who we're looking out. for. And it looks like this. Oh, look at that! That's so weird. <laughs> it's just scrambling. It's just. <laughs> look at it go. Oh, oh god. Bizarre. Oh no. And oh, you see hell. that on this building there is a hanging sign, and the sign eventually sort of comes to a stop as the feats all come to a stop and like you see one of them like like kind of like flexing a little bit like making sure like you know like the back tendons are properly flexed and it looks like each of these feats is taking turns just like getting their stretch on and as the sign kind of comes to a rest it says the inn at the end of the road we should go there <laughs> no yes yeah, that shit's a trap. Like two of the feats are like doing like little jumpies to like try. And oh come on, they look they look pretty happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how they get you. Get and you back out. to the forest. Hut hut hut. You know. Well, okay, so we have sentient forest or a mobile home. Like, what what's your options here? Does that lead to like with the fucking forest? Honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I come from civilization, so I'm not really good at camping. That's like an actual house. I mean, it's like a weird house, but it's a house. Are you guys familiar with like when you're on the beach and you want to cover your foot in sand, how you sort of like dig like a, <laughs> a little bit for yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> this house, <laughs> the entire base of it, just sort of like shimmy, 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 shimmy. 
until it lowers itself down that the entryway for the inn is level with the ground. Nope, I still know it's still got feet. Well, I mean, sometimes houses just have feet. It's fine. It, it might not actually be that bad. Me and Lowry can go check it out if you're worried. Uh, I can't leave you two alone. We can't leave Vice alone either. Did you see them at the bottom of the, the mushroom ladder? Honestly, I keep on thinking he's going to wander off. Yeah, I think, honestly, if someone needs to be watched, that's probably that's probably the one you got to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't yes. think it will hurt to go and check it out, even if they do have human feet on the bottom of their house and not chicken feet, which is, you know, the more acceptable feet to have on the bottom of a house. I oh, really? a perfectly fine house. Yes, very much so. You'll seem experienced in mobile homes. Yes, my mentor has one. Come on, let's go check it out. Come well, on, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll Splash. Just walk, <laughs> just walk into the house of the feet. What kind of yabba-dabba bullshit is this? I don't know. You can always stay out here, Hiccups. That passed five hours ago. I told you that in confidence. Yeah. Look. We've had a wonderful travel through the forest. We met some wonderful hares, and for everything that we've got that we've met so far, nothing bad has really happened. So I don't see why we shouldn't go in there. You lost a memory. Amphordam is wiping their feet off at the door already. Did I? <laughs> okay. Huh. <sighs> Resigned tugging of the boat. Yep. That'll help. Uh, we'll tug the boat up the up onto the riverbank uh, and then tie it to a tree. Okay. Is there a post on the house that we can tie it to in yeah. case this house decides to start going so we're not down a boat? Yeah, let's hitch our horse. It does not look like the, the inn at the end of the road has any posts. We could okay, go well, inside and ask for a post. Any, like, uh, anything that looks... Vaguely sturdy that we could tie the doorknob. <laughs> I mean, there's the there's the a like signpost. There's like the cellar underneath that looks like it has like a window area that you could like throw something in that possibly has like a hooked kind of dealy mm. that I could like yeah. tie <laughs> it up gotten, with it. Got an anchor to it. Does has your the, boat the... have an anchor? Yeah, has the rowboat got an anchor? I don't believe Sorry. so. My audio slowly lowering. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I see you there. Um, well, I got something heavy. While they're figuring out where to hitch that, <laughs> uh, I think Pamferdam is knocking on the front door. Okay. Yeah, and uh. When you knock on the front door, uh, is it like an inquisitive, like, is anyone there kind of knock? Or is it like a, like, or do you, uh, is it the, like, shave and a haircut kind of knock? I have difficulty discerning the difference between these, but <laughs> everyone sounds like, hello, is there anyone home? <laughs> yeah. No, and, like, as you approach the door... Uh, you can see, uh, that there is, like, smoke coming from the chimney, that there is light coming from the windows. There doesn't seem like, there doesn't sound like there's anyone inside, uh, necessarily. But when you knock, 
Um, you hear a come in. They said we can come in. Uh, actually, slight refrain. Just ooh, customers, come in. There is a like a, a brief ooh, customers that starts. <laughs> no, no, Klaus, you have to twist it, twist it. Are we meeting Mrs. Lovett? <laughs> <laughs> Is there Ooh, a barbershop on the second floor of set in? <laughs> oh, I hope so, Larry. There is a barbershop now. <laughs> has, uh, has fucking, um, sorry, I'm gonna brain fart right now. Um, has Vice got something heavy we could tie to the end of the rope and then just toss him into the cellar? We could just toss the boat into the cellar. <laughs> So cellar has a window. <laughs> oh. oh, is it like, like, like it's, it's not like a, an okay. opening opening. It's like right, okay. a window. <laughs> okay. And uh, also just ask the owner of the establishment. <laughs> to crack the door open. Clout strikes Hello? me as a stubborn guy. He's gonna sit in here, sit out here That's and fair. scratch his head until he figures this out. Vice leaves. <laughs> okay. Uh, and as the three of you, uh, or Pamperdam, hello, as you, like, open up the door, you see an elderly human woman standing behind what looks like a counter. And at this counter, you can see that there are some, like, glass mugs and tankards that have been set up. There's old bottles that are behind them. There is a fireplace that seems to have, uh, like, like, perfectly set logs in it. Uh, almost like they haven't succumbed to any sort of shifting or shaking, regardless of if this building has been moved. And on a quick cursory glance, because you are one with an inquisitive mind, you notice that all of the tables, for the most part, have been nailed down to the floor uh, to prevent them from like shifting and shaking uh, as this building is wont to move. And this yeah, elderly woman, uh, who sees you all there, uh, just says, hello and welcome to the inn at the end of the road, the greatest tavern in all Prismere. My name is Sue. It is nice to meet you. Oh, hello. Um, real quick, is it okay if we, like, tie our boat up to the house? Uh, we don't really want it to just, just float away. Well, it is entirely fine that you tie your boat up to my inn on one condition. We here at the tavern all follow the law of re of rep bleh. I don't know how to spell that. Blah, blah, blah. Let me find the word for it because I have difficulty with that one. Reciprocity? Reciprocity, yes. Ha-ha! We follow the law of reciprocity and hospitality here. So, you seek hospitality from me that I can accommodate with, but how will you pay for such a thing if you are that to depends. leave your boat tied to my inn? That depends. Are you a hag? What? No. Fuck those guys. That's a little harsh. Um, I well. like, I got money. Mm -hmm. Money works. Money's always good. How about a night of entertainment? Ooh, entertainment. That sounds fun. What kind of entertainment are you uh, showcasing? If you don't mind me asking. 
Well, I've been told I have a lovely singing voice, and my viol skills are... Eh, they're good. Well, it's been a while since I've had anyone willing to sing in this here inn. Tell you what, you entertain me for the evening. Or at least entertain my ears. You're more than welcome to stay here. You have a look on your face like you are taking what I said very out of context and in a what? far different direction. No, no, no. That's that's uh, that's that, that's behind the veil. Don't worry about that. Do not look at the man behind the veil snickering. He's a little bit immature. Sorry. But he sounds so sultry every time he opens his mouth. Anyway, what can I do it's for a- you? I assume you're looking for... A place of rest again, greatest tavern in Prismere. That would be wonderful. Um, how often does your tavern move? Whoa! It rests every ten minutes or so, or every mile for about ten minutes. Let's passes on, such as yourselves aboard, and then off we go. Is there a specific direction you're currently traveling, or could we request a direction to move in next? Oh, I have no idea where this place goes. That's oh. half the fun. So we could end up further from our destination. Well, do you know where your destination is? I know. We are looking for... What's the name of the hag here? Favalorna Blightclaw. We're looking for Favalorna Blightclaw, actually. And she just gets this, like... Like this, like she just like put something stinky under her nose, like when a cat smells it. She's like, why? We have some business with her. You know, they're kind of a butt. A little bit. All right, so just so that way we're above board, I'm on the same page as you all. When you say that you have business with her, you're not looking to like strike a deal with her, the soggy court? Oh, no, absolutely not. You see, she had a hand, well, she had a hand adjacent to someone else who had a hand in ruining a budding young romance, and I would like to have a very strong word with her and also find out who the other party was that was involved, because I would like to help those folks rekindle their romance. Yeah, they also stole my funky flow, so I want it back. You what? I can't, I'm, I'm real bad at making stuff now. They took his mojo. Oh. His biz. I think you're wonderful at making things. Wait, is this this one took it, or did one of the other ones take it? I'm not entirely sure. I was just hoping that if we like go go meet one of the the people in in the in the, the coven, we can find out. Oh, that's fair. Well, it's entirely up to you. You can either rest here for the next ten minutes before we head off, or you're more than welcome to stay. Personally, I would prefer it if you stay, because the only people who ever stop by this bar are children who are looking for handouts. Not exactly keen on giving them handouts. They don't really have anything to, well, pay me with. Or the brigands who try and come in, but I shoo them out, rightly so. Oh, the bunnies? They don't like being called that. That's a little derivative. Oh, well, they were very wonderful when we met them. No, they steal from folk. You mentioned children. There hmm? there are children here? Yeah, you meet children every once in a while. Are they lost? Or do they live here? 
Column A, column B. They call themselves lost, but they most certainly do live here. Hmm. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. It's like lost with a capital L kind of thing. Mm. Oh, like, okay. Okay. Just checking. Would it be okay if we maybe ask the house to head in the direction that we wanted to go? I mean, you could certainly try. The house doesn't exactly listen. It's not how I built it. It's more of like oh. one of those, like, if you've ever been thinking really hard and you just kind of feel like a little circle inside of a square and it just sort of mm -hmm. like pings around and you really hope that it hits a corner eventually and then you like cheer when it hits the corner. It's kind of like one of those situations. Ah, okay. So I guess we're kind of dealing with probability then. That's a shame. I was going to offer it a foot rub in exchange for taking us in the direction it wanted to go. Oh, that's, that's a lot, a lot of feet. Of you might get tired. A lot of feet. They are greedy. Trust me. You don't get this old without trying to offer the house a foot rub every once in a while. I did once. Once. By the time I got to the end, the first row of feats were sore again, and they demanded that I give them additional rubs, and I just had to nix the whole thing. Mm. I don't even remember if I got all of them. <laughs> I love the idea that this is just like a bargaining chip that's been tried and just been like, nope, nope, not gonna happen again. Mm -mm, not doing it. <laughs> I get bunions. <laughs> it's like when grandma asks you to rub her feet for a quarter mm -hmm. when you're a kid. But it's like a thousand grandma feet that are all just like wiggly toes, like, come on. <sighs> yep. But you're uh, again more than welcome to rest here if you're looking. I'm guessing if you're seeking Babylon or like Blightclaw and you want to give her a strong word or two, you are not interested in joining forces with her. Oh, absolutely not. I already belong to a book club, so I don't want to join hers. Don't really know what you mean on that one. That's fine. Okay. Now. Yeah. It's more of, again, you're more than welcome to stay here, but reciprocity states that if I offer you something, you have to offer me something back. It's you, you said money works, though, money right? Works, money works, as well as it seems like this young fellow over here, with the jewels coming out of his head, he was going to be performing of some sort, but he's the viol rather well, he said. Oh, yes. What are you going to play? Oh, I'd have to dig through my set list. Uh, do you have a bathroom, by the way? I'd like to clean up before all of it. Oh, yes, of course. And uh, I'll show you the way. Now, Thank you. in the meantime, and she uh, will take, uh, like, she grabs three tankards, puts them underneath a large cask, and just slaps them down. And it seems like this cask just, like, like, it's, like, pouring more liquid than necessary, but she makes a quick motion that, Lowry, you recognize as druidic magics. She does a small contained controlling of the water uh, and liquid to actually cause it to merge into three separate tankards. She then turns off the cask, sets the tankards down, just, you're more than welcome to help yourselves, but remember, hospitality, please don't break my shit. This way, young man. Thank you, Mum. 
and she will take you up to the second floor. Uh, and at the end of one of these hallways, or at the end of the primary hallway, you can see that there are like two large wooden tubs. Uh, there's no water necessarily in them. Um, but you can see again with a quick flourish of magics that one of them fills up with water magics again it begins to start steaming and she looks at you and just says sense are you lavender folk lavender please lavender it is she snaps her fingers again and you get these strong wisps of lavender coming from the tub i shall be down shortly take your time and she shuts the door behind you and proceeds down uh downstairs where lowry you and pamferdam are clout you were trying to like get this boat figure it out and just like <laughs> head I... into a wall scenario as you're doing this <laughs> while this is happening clout mm -hmm. i would like for you to roll me a d8 oh boy oh boy bubbles That there's an eight. An eight. All right. So as you are like finagling with this boat and trying to get it to like a better place, you look into the river that is coursing by. And as you do, you start to see something. And what you see in this river actually looks like it is extending past where the field of depth would be. And you start seeing like a, a slightly altered sky. There are clouds that are being reflected here that are not being like that are not above you. And you see what looks like a row of it is like a, a pole. And then there's like a sphere like more of like an ovoid atop the sphere and there seems to be about 10 of them and as you continue to look there seems to be more and more of them that sort of continue on into the field of depth and as you skew your eyes you see that these ovoid shapes are actually like humanoid sized frog heads huh and these frog heads sort of like turn to each other and just and like these frog heads all on these rows atop what you can now register as spikes are all sort of like talking to each other seem to just sort of be like chattering amongst themselves huh they aren't pa paying me any mind though. no they don't seem to be paying you any mind at all all right uh hey whisper let me know if those frogs start coming towards me <laughs> there is an affirmative nod <laughs> Um, <laughs> or actually, Whisper would ask what frogs. Ah, uh, those guys down there. Whisper looks in the direction, looks back at you, and just a very slow, will do, boss. And you can tell that Whisper does not see what you are seeing. He blinks slowly. Huh. And Clout, as you blink slowly and look back, just looks like a regular running river. Hate that. Uh, he's going to try and lift the rowboat and carry it into the tavern. Okay, what's your strength? Uh, it is. Uh, I've got a modifier of three, so 16. 
Okay. Yeah, I'd say like with with your base modifier and with how heavy this boat is, you're at least able to like drag it with you to the opening of the like to the opening of the inn. Mhm. And you get to the door and your boat is just wide enough that like you can't like push it through. You have to tilt it on its side. Pivot. Got to pivot. Uh, and when you pivot this boat, you open the door and just begin dragging it in. And as you're dragging it in and you can hear the, the end of the boat kind of like scraping across the wood, <laughs> you just hear it. Hey, 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 hey. As this, uh, as Lowry, you and Pamferdam who have been offered beverages, see Sue coming down the stairs. Just like, what the fuck is this? Clown hospitality. Hospitality. Wow, hospitality. Hey, hey. Just uh, to the doorknob. I sorry. Um, don't want to lose my boat. Anywhere I can tie this up. Well, at this point, I guess just like put it against the wall. <laughs> I oh. am so sorry. I didn't know that he was gonna drag it in here. I, I, I can help out with that. Uh, the floor <laughs> stuff. So he's with you then. Um, yeah. All right. We're all just getting to know each other. We're not. It's not a friend thing. Just so you're aware. That handsome-faced, jewel-headed one had better sing worth his salt. Oh, he's a very good singer. He sang at the carnival. Carnival, you say? <laughs> and which carnival is that? Oh, the Witchlight Carnival. Oh! Have you ever been? Not for a while. It was quite fun. I was crowned a uh, monarch. And when you say that, Sue sort of, like, straightens a little bit. And she's like... I I am so sorry, I did not know that I was in the presence of royalty. Consider your stay on the house. If he wishes to sing, that is on him. It is not necessary. I, I, no, it's I did just, not it's know. Just a, no, 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 it's just a silly carnival thing. And there is a pause. And she reaches up and puts a hand on your shoulder and she looks at you dead in the eye and she says it may have been a silly carnival thing where you're from but here titles carry weight while those two are talking uh pamferdam pulled out two lodestones from their pocket uh and after performing some hand gestures and mumbling some some words begins <clears throat> casting mending on the floor in little uh, one foot segments to kind of repair the scratching of the uh, the flooring f done by the boat being dragged around. Oh, that is really useful. Thanks. Yeah, they got like a, they're pretty obsessive about like a hospitality and a rece receptacle kind of rules. So you gotta kind of we gotta be on our toes here while we we're staying. Right, right. I've heard of that kind of stuff. And clout that um, pings the the rules three that you were told to look out for. Yeah. Wait. Hospitality, reciprocity. What's the third rule? And do you ask this aloud, or yeah. are you asking this to Pamferdam? Yeah, I I think it's I think it's just something he postulates out loud. He go like when when like Pamferdam says, you know, like oh, hospitality, reciprocity. Um, Clout's. <laughs> uh, Clout's like, yeah, yeah, rule of three. Wait. 
what's the third rule? You're like counting on his fingers. Oh, no, I, I think they only mentioned those first two. Hey, um, ma'am. The name's Sue. How do Sue? you do? I Sue, I'm Clout. Um, so, uh, hospitality, reciprocity, you got a third rule there. That's yes. Kind of a... The rule of ownership. Okay. The rule of ownership states that you must not steal from a friend, an enemy, or a stranger. To take something that doesn't belong to you without the rightful owner's permission is a crime and unforgivable breach of etiquette. Huh, is that something that just happens in here, or is that, like, no, that's you know, the whole place? Oh, well. Oh, we didn't even have to get robbed in the first place! Yeah. Huh, funny that. It's fine. They didn't take anything important. What did they take? And who was the one who had the taking done from them? Um... Did you offer it freely to them? Yes. Did you get something in return from them? No. Did we? I think they said that, like, their gift yeah, in exchange was that we wouldn't get burgled. Is that, like, are we, like, dealing with, like, semantic stuff? I feel like we kind of did get burgled. And Sue, like, pinches the bridge of her nose. And she says, In the before times, back before, it was all swampy and nasty gross outside. It used to be that if anyone were to steal something, they would get, well, for lack of a better term, smited almost instantly. But ever since the Hourglass Coven took over, that rule has been rather wishy-washy, to say the least. Who did all that smiting? Sibilna, the queen. Ah. Oh. So what happened to Zabilna? I don't really know. All I know is that Prismere used to be a lot bigger than it, than it is currently. What you have experienced here is not Prismere as it was, but this is a third of it. This is a fraction. This as the land as we know it is hither. Then of course there is thither and yon. Are threes. Thither and Yon, are those ruled by other hags? Yes, they are. Huh. There were three hags mentioned at the carnival. Sounds like each one has divvied up their territory. Oh, so there already was like a, a, a coup or something that happened here, and the powers now have been divided into three different like city-states kind of thing? For lack of better terminology, yes. If, say, some travelers were going to come through here and help reunite things, do you think the house could be convinced to move in the direction that they need to go then? I think that the best way to convince the house to do anything to introduce yourself as the royalty you seem to not understand that you are here 
Can you are the monarch of the Witchlight, if what you're telling me is true. Yes. So I will take you to the center of the house. Whether or not it listens will be entirely up to you. And up to it, really. But know that I've had no such luck. I've been running this in a long time. All right. Well, it's worth a shot, right? She'll look around to the rest of the group. Yeah, I mean, this sounds like a fun little experiment. Think anybody could stop you from trying? I'm pretty sure someone could, but... All right, well... Follow me. And don't worry about the scuffs and scratches. I, I did not know that you were among royalty. It's fine. I took care of it. Wait, what? You travel with a monarch. Apparently that means something here. Okay, that's something we can use then. Right. Clout ever heard of anything like this? Clout, you know that at the end of most carnivals, they appoint somebody a monarch of the Witchlight Carnival, and that's kind of it. Most people go, yay, I got the flower. I got the butterfly crown. Do I still have the butterfly crown? You do. Okay. All right. It's it's just sitting as the hat band right now. <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, I think I think Clout looks a bit contemplative, but ultimately shrugs. All right. Well, let's go and see this center of the house. Um, and right. You give it a go, but I'll I'll be right behind you. Okay. Okay. And Sue then, uh, like, goes behind the bar. And you see her reach down and she pulls up a trapdoor. And inside of that trapdoor, there is a series of steps that end up leading downward. And she says, uh, you'll follow me. And she produces a flame in her hand, so that way there is lighting. She's a human. She can't see in the dark. One of the failings of humans is uh, as a playable heritage ancestry. Uh, and then she begins to walk down the steps into the cellar. You follow her. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take out my uh, bullseye Close lantern. the cellar. This is our end now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are the vibes here? The vibes, clout, uh, vibe check, vibe check, roll an insight. All right, I'll do that. Uh, my name's clout, and I'm inherently suspicious. Five, a five. This seems suspicious as fuck. Seems weird. Uh, clout's going to quietly just like touch his throat, uh, and send a message to vice, uh, wherever that fucker is. Um, and as, so long as he is within 120 feet, I probably, I should be able to reach him. Don't you have to see them in order to send them a message? Uh. Just can't be blocked by a certain amount of material. Doesn't have to follow a straight line, can travel freely around corners or through openings. Does the language say a creature you can see? Or, or does it say target creature? It 
does not. Huh. It doesn't say a creature you can see. Cool. Wild. Um, so yeah, he's just gonna touch his throat and say, um, hey Vice, we're going into the basement. If you don't hear from us. Well, murdered, got it. Okay. And at this point, uh, as you descend downwards, you can feel the house sort of like lurching and shifting up a little bit as the many, many leggies beneath begin to rise up. And then the house sort of like the in sort of like you can feel it like jostle a little bit and you think that the leggies underneath are like doing they're like, OK, we got to move again soon. They're like getting their stretches in before they have to go. <laughs> and uh, Sue just seems to sort of like. She just has a, a particular bend in her knees when she walks that she's very accustomed to the the light lurchings of this house. And mm -hmm. into the cellar, you can see that there are casks that are uh, lining the walls. There are wine bottles at this point, many of which just seem to be like covered in cobweb, uh, as well as uh, what smells like a fermentation station that's sort of like off in the corner. It looks like she's trying to make something here, whether it's like a mushroom ale or some sort, maybe she found some hops or like had some stored <laughs> away. Like she's making, she's trying her best to do something boozy in the corner over there. But <laughs> that is not what y'all came here for. And she leads you in through the cellar and around a couple of these casks until you get to one of the walls. Now, the strangest thing about this wall is that there is a door there. And the reason why this door is strange is because when you looked at this house from the outside before it had planted itself, and as you gave a cursory glance, you did not see a doorway leading out. There was no outer thing. And it looks like this wall, and based off of everything that you know of the distance inside of this, that this wall if you were to, or that this door, if you were to open this door, would lead to show a wall. But when Sue takes the handle and opens it, you see a hallway. And there is a cold air that seems to come from within the hallway. Blue. It's rather chilly. I never said that the center of the house was warm. No, you didn't. Um, how far down the hallway do we have to go? It depends. And Lowry looking in, it just seems to extend. And then you see a set of stairs continuing down. My name is Lowry Moon and I'm here to help. And she will, she kind of, it's kind of like someone like repeating like their favorite like mantra. And she just straightens her bodice and just starts walking down that hallway. Uh, before she wanders down the hallway, there's the sound of uh, a metallic sort of squeak um, as Clout pulls a bullseye lantern off of his arm and presses it into your hands. Oh, she's already carrying hers. Oh, you've already got one? Yeah. Well, then never mind. 
You're welcome. This is a treat Save. for later. <laughs> Save that tattoo. <laughs> okay. He's just going to stay at your back. Mm -hmm. All right. So Lowry and Clout, the two of you are entering into the heart of the house. Uh, Pam, were you following them down into the cellar? Were you staying like in the main area? What was Pam doing? Uh, I guess Pamphrey will continue following, um, but only as so far as to keep an eye on the door they just came in from. Okay. So, yeah, Pam, when you enter into this hallway, and Lowry and Clout also enter into this hallway, you see that there is a flight of stairs that leads down. Do you stay at the top of this flight of stairs so that way you can continuously look at the doorway to your back, or do you continue with the rest of the party down the flight of stairs? I think I'm just going to sit right here for a bit. All right. Prop up at the top of the stairs and sit so that I can kind of keep looking left and right at the door and the stairs. Do you need a torch? Oh, no, I can see fine. It's cool. All right. Okay. Lowry will continue down the hallway. <laughs> yeah, and Lowry, you approach the set of stairs, you continue down, and it seems to continue down for quite some time. There must be at least like 120 steps down this long flight of stairs. And then at the bottom, you see that it takes a hard left. And when you... And taking this left, you can see that there is another hallway that extends for roughly about 50 feet. And then there is another set of stairs. But this set of stairs seems like it has more of a curve to it. It's not exactly like a hard turn. And continue continuing on you will lose sight of pam larry's gonna put her hand on the wall and just pat gently and say if you could give an indication of how much further i have to go i'd appreciate it but if you're incapable of doing that i understand thank you anyways and then she'll continue on <laughs> okay yeah lowry walking into this house walking into the depth of this house. You and Clout continue on for what is roughly about 30 minutes. Just hallway, set of stairs, and eventually you end up, you end up entering into a room, and this room has an impossibly high ceiling to it, and you can see that it is just a large, spacious room. And at the center of this room, as you continue on into it you can see that there is just a stairwell that leads down just a large circular stairwell Pamferdam, you've been sitting at the top of this stairway now for roughly 30 minutes no sorry get a little nervous and sue takes a bottle of wine and just rolls it through the doorway she does not enter herself Yeah, it'll calm your nerves, maybe. Now, Lowry and Clout, make a constitution check. That's a dirty 20. Okay. 
and clout i got a flat 10 flat 10 clout it is noticeably colder in here and lowry you notice it too but clout you can start feeling it deep inside of you that there is something your vibe check was already off a little mm -hmm. bit and looking up in the direction where you came from, you had assumed that you would still be able to see some light, but it feels like you have traveled deeper into this house than you thought that you were. It seems like you are far away from the entrance at the top of this stairwell. Uh, I think he shivers slightly. Um, you can see your and, breath. Yeah, and... <sighs> Don't check all my shit. See if there's anything I can do to help with that. Um, yeah, don't don't think so. No, 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 no. This is fine. Um, yeah, probably can't do anything about that. That's fine. Um, Clout's going to try. Clout's gonna like keep an eye out. Um, but he's going to try to hide any discomfort that he has. Okay. Meanwhile. Can I, can I roll perception to see if I notice? Yeah. I will deceive. Okay. What's your deception roll? Well, that's a good question. Because I rolled a dirty 20. Again. I, got, I got an 11. I'm supposed to be good at these things. D&D <laughs> <laughs> &D Beyond, why? <laughs> Would you like my cloak? No, keep it. You're shivering. That's all right. There's an icicle on your nose. I'll like uh, move a hand to like rub. I was joking. Oh. She'll just take her cloak anyways and put it around you. Um, he'll accept it, but he'll put a hand on her shoulder. Uh, and try and keep track of whether or not she's getting cold. And if there's any indication whatsoever that she's getting cold, that's Clout's going right back around her shoulders. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, Clout, you've been in the bath now for about 30 minutes. You mean Vice. Vice, yes. Thing number two. Yeah, the <laughs> other tiefling. Tiefling. Still going to just stay in the bath? Feeling good? Uh, after he's cleaned up, just like start drying off, head downstairs. Okay. Yeah. You head downstairs and you see Clout's boat slash your boat is up against a wall. No one else seems to be in this tavern. And you can see that there is a like door that leads down into a cellar that is behind the bar. Clout, I want you to make a wisdom saving throw for me. Okay. Clout? Do you mean Clout or vice. do you mean Vice? I mean Vice. <laughs> okay. I'm <Sorry>. looking <laughs> I'm looking at RJ, but that doesn't translate very well. Uh, 18. 18. Vice, as you come down the stairs into this empty tavern, it is so hard not to be overtaken by memory but memory that is not necessarily yours it is and you know that it is but it is one of those things where you feel like if anything those memories are rightly yours 
you imagine as you walk down that there is a stage beautifully built that there are tables that have been set up in such a spectacular way as to showcase it you remember at one point building this tavern you remember performing here to an entire group of people that you didn't know at the time that you in a sense later ended up working with there was a tall man there powerfully built bald and the color of stone and there was a woman there as well a woman who you have rather complicated feelings for to put lightly and there is a moment where you feel like calling for a inhabitant of the house to bring forth some sort of beverage for you as you had many many times before and then you realize that that's those aren't yours necessarily these memories that are flooding into you those aren't yours yours but these are memories that you remember being implanted in you and you kind of shake your head and you look around and you see that this tavern is empty there is a moment where his hand was about to go for that ball and chain at his waist to just thrash the bar but he inhales deeply unclenches his fist and heads over to the door and calls in you're not all murdered down there are you oh but they've been gone for a really long time Yeah, and Sue, Pam for Damn, you said no, they've been gone for a, a very long time, and Sue just goes, Nope, we've all been horribly, horribly murdered in the only hospitable place in all of Hither. What a shame. Hmm, pity. Looks like it's uh, just you and me, handsome man. I mean, I'm not doing anything later tonight. <laughs> she just, Pam for Damn, you see her just like chuckle and shake her head. He'll proceed down the stairs. What did the other two get off to? She points with two fingers in the direction of the open door against the wall that seems to lead in at an impossible length. Oh. And Clout, or Vice, sorry, did it again. Vice, it's because, like, Clout, the name is, like, right above RJ's face, so I read <laughs> it as that. Um, Vice, you feel a sense of cold sort of like emanating from this open door. Yeah. So what exactly is down this hallway? And, uh, Seuss just shakes her, shakes her head. She says, the heart of the house. It's what the monarch wished to actually look forward to. To try and communicate with it to get the house to do what she wanted. How far in does this go? <laughs> you think I've actually gone in there farther than the stairwell? I assume so. It's your house. <laughs> I'm going to let you in on something. 
and she like motions with a finger towards the window that is there in the cellar. That's a wall. These are walls. That door goes past where the wall should be. This is my house. Yes. That? That's something else. And honestly, I just rather keep this door closed most times and let the house travel where it wants. Right. Well, hopefully they're not lost in some maze of corridors and hallways. Rummage, rummage, rummage. Pulls out his vial. Starts to strum it. So they have a way to find themselves back. Fuck if I know. Drink. Pam, if you could, put a stool right here. Uh. And I'll be taking drinks down here. And he will turn towards the door, start playing the viol and just singing into the hallway. So at least they have some form of way to come back. Okay. Yeah, and scooches a stool up. <clears throat> yeah, and Lowry, as you and Clout, ha, ah, I got the right tiefling this time. As the two of you continue into this house and it gets cold, at the bottom of the stairwell, there are no lights other than the single source that is coming from your bullseye lantern. And it is silent. It is deathly silent at the base of this stairwell and looking around and holding your lantern up you cannot even remember where traveling down this stairwell that you had seen the possibility of a ceiling it had just seemed to kind of go into darkness and then there was none and clout it's fucking dark it's cold this is not what you signed up for you wanted to go to the Feywild, and this well, you know, this is some fey bullshit. You're right. <laughs> but, Lowry, in the darkness, in this cold and utter darkness, as you hold up a lantern, do you repeat your mantra? He does. Okay. And as you say, I am Lowry Moon. I am here to help. Clout, you and Lowry hear a shuffling noise you hear a multitude of shuffling noises a wave of shuffling and from the corners of where the outskirts of the lighting is you can see what looks like the top half of an innumerable amount of humanoids seem to be like sliding and shuffling along the floor as they all come to the corners. And you can see that this darkness sort of seems to cast a shadow over the top of their eyes. So you can only see these kind of drawn mouths, these bodies that are sort of stocky at the top as they all just seem to look towards you. And in a chorus, they ask, help, how? How do you need? We wish for freedom. We wish to travel. You're what moves the house. We are the house. There are those who stay within these walls. 
that have not paid. Or if they have paid, they have not paid proper. Have those people left? They try. Do they become you? There is silence when you ask this. If you could go anywhere, where would it be? To the four corners. That is what we seek. In this place. Just in hither? Of all. That does Every corner of four. If we can. We wish to travel. To that seek. Sounds, that sounds like a wonderful journey. Sue is correct. We are the greatest inn in Prismere. <laughs> we seek to be the greatest inn elsewhere as well. What holds you here? And you hear the sound of sand rushing and they and the house speaks and you see their mouths open now previously they had all been shut but their mouths open and you hear a cacophony of voices shout the coven i think that clout literally pulls lowry back like a full step no and clout, as you do, you can see these like top half bodies, like with the cadence and with the movement that they are moving with their full bodies, cinch in closer. Lowry will put her hands on clout's forearms. It's all right. Don't be scared of them. They're just a little different. And she'll turn back to these humanoids. The coven seems pretty awful. They've hurt people that I want to help. We're trying to find... The name does not stick in my brain. What is the name of the hag in this area? Uh, Blightclaw. We're trying to find Blightclaw. And the others that are a part of her coven. They're not nice. They are not. Blightclaw exists in Downfall. Can you help us find her? So that we can stop her? Do you have something of hers? No. I have something of another coven member. Well, I have a memory of another. There is a pause. And you can tell that this entity, this grouping, this house, seems to be recognizing you. It seems to be looking at you, and you feel it peering from all edges. And as it does, they say... 
we know of you, of what you are. Because I was crowned the monarch? Lowry Moon, you wish to help. We seek to travel. Do you seek to travel as well? We seek hand to travel. Gonna, Clout's hand is going to tighten on her arm. She'll just pat it gently. Be careful. We seek to find the hags that have wreaked havoc on this planet. This we can do with enough travel. We know where Downfall is. We cannot take you directly there. We can get close. But that is not what we have asked. Ones such as yourself require ones such as us. Once you have finished helping, where will you travel to and how? I'll travel wherever I'm needed. I'm never really sure how, I just end up there. If We help you. Will we be able to invoke the law of, recipro of reciprocity? Yes. On one condition. That you fill this heart of yours with warmth. It's a wee bit chilly for my friends. And there is a pause. We find this agreeable. And you hear the shuffling sound of one as opposed to the wave of the many and from the back you see a humanoid figure short hair and they extend a hand out and you see a glowing blue mushroom reach your hand out to take it and as you take it you hear in a single voice not coming from a multitude but it seems to emanate from the house itself the contract is sealed we will help you Lowry Moon we will become your hut 
Thank you. And as they say this, you hear the shuffling sounds of these individuals beginning to make their way and recede into the darkness. Except for the one that sits there looking at you until all of the others are gone. And this one gives you a slight bow and then shuffles backwards while maintaining eye contact with you. She just smiles. Well, Clout, it seems everything here is done. Should we head back up? He nods. I really hope you know what you're doing. Oh, I just got us lodging. Come on. And um, he's going to throw her cloak back over her shoulders as they start walking back. Okay. And while you felt like you had been walking down the spiral stairwell for what had felt like at least 30, 45 minutes, it is only after two turns that you find yourself in the large open room. And when you do, you can hear singing. You can hear the playing of a viol that seems to extend from one of the hallways. And following this song down a hallway that you swear that you remember it lasts maybe about 25 feet until you see a door and this door whereas others have just sort of led into open hallways you see that this door is made with a it's like a oak with a very light varnish upon it Laura, you would even describe this as a very warm colored wood. And opening the door, you push forward. And Pamferdam and Vice, you had been looking down this hallway to a set of stairs. And you see a door open that seemed to have been flesh with the wallpaper and side paneling upon this wall that actually existed before this stairwell. Push open. And Lowry and Clout both emerge. I want to say that uh, the closer they got to the exit, uh, without even realizing it, just the faster Clout started moving uh, until they're almost running uh, through the door. Clout, slow down. I'm really, you don't really need to run. We aren't in any danger. Will you stop? <laughs> if love's not in my <laughs> Oh, hey, they're back. Oh, hey. Hi, everyone. Put in out the lantern, find your own way back home. The inn's gonna take us where we need to go. Oh, really? Okay. Amazing. Well, what you have? How, how'd you do it? Oh, I just said that I'm gonna help them travel. And so, Sue, like, looks at you? I think then... he might work for me now, Sue. And... She just sort of pauses and you see that she like pinches her eyes like the bridge of her eyebrows again and just reciprocity. Yes, ma'am. Reciprocity it is. Well, Receptacles. Drinks are on me. 
and she begins making her way back to the uh back to the stepladder that then leads back up to the bar proper. Something jaunty too. I I can, I've got a set list. And Vice, as you call after Sue saying this, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I'd like to say, first and foremost, thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for this wonderful adventure. We maintained like 20 viewers the whole time, which is wow. wild to me. So thank, you, thank everyone. you to everybody. Seriously, this has been awesome. Hopefully y'all decide to come back next week. But Hey, hey, if you stick around through this end credits, you'll know where to find us. And speaking of where to find these awesome folk, RJ, where can we find you? What do you do? Hey, everybody, I'm RJ, and you can catch me at rjustice282 on Twitter and Twitch, where I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and sometimes stream with my pals uh, on Thursdays and Saturdays. You can catch me over at GGK uh, Thursdays, where we play a mashup of Good Society and Urban Shadows called Elegant Creatures. Uh, my character has is a specter and they've taken over a bomb and uh someone's fiddling with his wires and he played the uh, what was it pillsbury doughboy giggled and now they're freaking out because they thought they activated the bomb <laughs> <That's incredible. laughs> saturdays over at ggk we do um a Jojo Bizarre's Adventure-inspired game called Star Power, uh, which is every other week. The other one after that is Mistborn. Um, of course, you could find me here on Mondays and Sundays. Mondays for our homebrew campaign as Kalem the Shatterkai Cleric. Here, of course, as Vice the Tiefling Rogue. And in the AMs on Sundays, you can catch me over at the Hype Goblins channel, where I play Rollin Granbrook, who is in Azamar. Sorcerer Bard in a D&D 5e homebrew campaign, DM'd by our wonderful pal, Satan. Hail Satan. And Sarah, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, my name's Sarah, and I am also here to help. Uh, you can find me all over the internet as the Hype Goblin, uh, but here on Twitch, uh, you can find me on Thursdays and Fridays playing video games with my friends. Uh, we are very much into Seven Days to Die, uh, which uh, RJ so lovingly maintains a server for us. Uh, and on Sundays, you can find me in Nexus Adventures with RJ. Uh, and sometimes we have the folks that are sitting here at this table come and guest with us. We have an open spot. Uh, and uh, there I'll be playing Lucy, the Changeling Wizard Warlock, who has been missing for a while. It's fine. Uh, but that's me. Denakinier.com. Still mute. Oh. Hello there, this is Media Flare. I am your voice actor and tabletop entertainer in this particular corner of the screen tonight. <laughs> you can find me on my own channel, twitch.tv slash mediaflare, or on my Twitter where I share tabletop shenanigans and the occasional pictures of my cat. <clears throat> Right now, I have a show going on on Mondays on my own channel in which a party of people from our world was sucked into the world of D&D &D and need to find their way home. Other than that, I am working on expanding my schedule, so if you wish to see me at your table, feel free to give me a call. Excellent. And Danae. Hey, everybody. I'm Danae Keener. Uh... 
also known as Wings. You can find me at DanaeKeener.com. I do nerdy drawings mostly related to D&D and a lot of things on this channel. You can also find me at DanaeKeener on Twitter. Uh, there is a pinned tweet there that says all the things that I am up to. So you can go there and uh, see what streams I'm in. DanaeKeener.com. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday, uh, Monday and Sunday. Uh, Mondays at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, this coming week, tomorrow, we will not be having our regularly scheduled Monday game because of... Toyotathon complications. I don't know if we can say the actual word without risk of demonetization. No, you cannot. So, the Toyotathon, the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, it's the Taco Honda Tuesday. Days. Yep. So, you know, it it's important that y'all stay healthy, mask up, get vaxxed. That's your reminder from me. Uh, other than that, hey, if you like the show uh, and you want to check out more of our backlog, you can go to youtube.com slash indooradventures where uh, we have a huge collection of all of the games that we have played up until this point. Or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are made available for free. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to drop them in the twitch chat to the side or join us on discord the link is also in the twitch chat or in the description of this video or audio cast down below so with that i would like to once again say thank you to everybody who decided to stop by and join us for this wonderful game of dungeons and dragons thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week and we'll see all of you guys next time all right everybody Bye bye